Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whether your business needs cars, vans, or larger commercial vehicles, you can rent from the best lineup in the UK with Enterprise. And with flexible long-term rental, you can get vehicles for as long as you need them, from minutes to months. Whatever the mission, Enterprise's mobility experts can build a bespoke solution to suit your business needs. Visit enterprise.co.uk forward slash business to find out more. This is TalkSport Daily. Hello, sort of happy Tuesday and welcome to another Andy Goldstein's TalkSport Daily podcast with me, Andy Goldstein. Wow, I mean, the world's just bonkers at the moment, isn't it? But I'm glad that a lot of you are uh, downloading this podcast. Maybe it's just a a way of uh, escaping from what on earth is happening on the planet at the moment. It's very sad, but sometimes you need that little sort of 35 or 40 minutes away from reality. Just have a breather, really. And also, also without getting too deep, because I know this is meant to be quite a relaxed podcast and take your mind off everything, make sure that if you do need to talk to someone or... Um, you want to know how someone is and you're thinking, oh, they don't want me to drive mad. Phone them up, give them a call, FaceTime them, send them a text. It's, it's very important that at the moment, with all the craziness that's going on in the world, that we speak to as many people as we can. Certainly your mum and dad and your aunt and your uncle. And that, just keep pestering them. Are you okay? Do you want me to get anything? Just keep asking and asking and asking. Anyway, wow. Um, let's move on with the podcast, shall we? And we start with Jamie O'Hara, Scarlet Sun, obviously. Yes, comedy's back in the podcast. And he was saying how he would end this season, Liverpool's champions, no one relegated, two promoted, 22 teams next season, etc., etc. And then I guess start fresh in the new season, whenever that new season would be. Mm. There's a gap there in that plan, isn't there? I think that we're not going to play any more football this season. We're not going to be able to fit the games in. This virus, we need to get on top of it properly and seriously. And it's not going to be let's start playing again in April. The only way for me for this to go forward and we can start next season is crown Liverpool champions. Right. Top four in the Champions League at this moment in time get top four for next season. No one gets relegated. Leeds and West Brom come up. Right. And every other team that are in the top two or, okay. or in the promotion spot come up. Okay. So everyone gets promoted, but no one gets relegated. <laughs> everyone gets promoted. Okay. Yeah, but everyone who's in a promotion spot at this moment. So Leeds, right. West Brom, I'm not, I can't, I'm not sure about... The League One, League Two, but they go up. Okay? Right. okay, no one gets relegated. Yeah, so you have twenty-two teams in the Premier League next season. Okay, five get relegated. Everyone's going to have to make compromises for this situation, and the, and the season's not going to play out, Max. It's not going to finish. It's not going to finish. So they have to make a compromise and go. This is where it is. Moving on swiftly to H and J, Hawksby and Jacobs, Paul and Andy. That's it. I mean, that's all it stands for. Uh, this is them doing what they do Monday to Friday from 1pm, where one of them, of course, Andy, or Angry Jacobs, as I like to call him, will at some stage, maybe not in this clip, at some stage go, what's the point of that? And then you question what the point. Anyway, 
you might say in this bit, you might not. Have a listen. A wild monkey that raided a meatball factory avoided capture and was chased off into the woods in southern Thailand. How did that make our papers? <laughs> I mean, it's, it's almost as if there's not a lot going on. <laughs> yeah, well, I know. Well, go big with a meatball nicking monkey. That's that's the front page sorted for today. <laughs> Everything else can just fall in line around that. It's ridiculous, yeah. really. Bradley Mumford, 21 of Essex, bought an Arsenal versus Olympiacos programme on eBay, the same one nicked from his seat. <laughs> Is that in the paper? Well, there's either a lot of news about one thing or no news about anything else. <laughs> That's right, yeah. Planning news? You want planning news? Oh, I do want planning it's, news. It's sporting related. Here mm. we go. Planning news. Yeah, and that's it, planning news. <laughs> Essentially, the jingle doesn't add a great deal. Yeah. It's just planning news, isn't it? Well, it gives it a bit of texture. And you think, what's planning news if you're just joining us? Well, planning news is what happens is that uh, the way often journalism works these days, Pulitzer's all around, if you're not uh, scouring social media, mm. um, you're looking at... Plan- send the work experience down, look at the planning applications yeah. for today, because it'll always turn up something. There, yeah. And sure enough, we've got Formula One tycoon Eric Herzman, who was forced to take down £100,000... Take down a hundred thousand pound chandelier in a row with his upstairs neighbours. I hope mean, they got uh, Grandad and Delboy to do it. That would have been <laughs> fantastic. Know, why, why were they worried? I, I read this story and I couldn't work out. They're above him, so why are they worried about the? I suppose they're worried because the heavy could chandelier point, yeah. could pull the it's whole a, ceiling down. Yeah, they, it's a twenty-three stone light. Uh, that's not a contradiction. It's no. a twenty-three stone chandelier. God, that's um, a lot of chandelier. It's imagine the moose in chandelier form. Yeah, but you'd hanging from your ceiling. A twenty-three stone man could hang from the ceiling without pulling pulling the ceiling down. Sure. Well, okay. Well, do you want to give that a try? <laughs> well, we not, we, we may well have the, we may well have the time man. over the next couple of weeks to, to put that to the, the test. Studio, yeah. Okay. We'll bring, we'll get some of that gorilla glue and we we'll get the moose and we we'll pat him out a bit. <laughs> not uh, that but much. Anyway, uh, the twenty-three stone light threatened to tear down the living room of a retired BP chairman. Uh, Sir Peter Waters, 89, his wife Meryl, 74. We don't need the ages. Well, they got a court order in Kensington. We do these things. Rich yeah. Eric, um, or Reckless Eric, as I'm calling him, yes. the kids, 58, will fight them in court. He said, I can probably buy them and sell them twice over. Yeah, that's a way to get them oh, on side. That's arrogant, isn't it? That's the way to get them on side, Reckless Eric. That's not a Quite good idea possibly. to say that, really. Yeah. Uh, For the first time ever, Mm. says Dan, I'm listening to the 4HNJ show and not the podcast. You you probably think to yourself, it's not as good. Half an hour is hard enough. (laughs) Three hours of this rubbish. It was a struggle Mm. on the commute to work this morning. A lane closed on the stairs due to a pile of washing. Then a bottleneck (laughs) coming into the kitchen as myself and the cats queued up to get through the gap. Moving on now to the mid-morning show with Jim White and alongside him was Alexander's son, Gary O'Neill. We're saying that clubs will put their own interests first when putting forward their ideas for Premier League contingency plans. Every idea I'm hearing, it all suit the, the team coming up with the idea. So writing off relegation would suit West Ham. Writing off relegation would suit Brighton because they're in free fall. We have the, the two championship clubs who he's saying about bringing up Leeds and West Brom. They're, they're not over the line yet. Sure. What about Fulham? Fulham? Do you bring Fulham up as well? And then Derby will say, well, we're 10th, but we're... We were only five points, four points behind the playoffs. We could still go up. Yeah, I, I don't see how you can nominate two teams to bring up from the championship. Now, of course, Adrian Durham is back. I was in his hot seat last week. He was in his own hot seat. Well, actually, if uh, secrets should be known, he was in Goffey's hot seat in Goffey's kitchen because that's where this show came from. They're lucky enough to be able to do a show remotely, we call it, in the biz, but it didn't take away any of the enjoyability, it's not even a word, 
And this is them picking their favourite football boots of all time. What's mine, Ahite? Good question. Either the Puma King or the Night Tempo. Or was it Tempo? Or was it Nike? Let's just go with the Puma King, shall we? I've gone the Puma King. They were your number two. They're yeah. my number one. Uh, mainly for me, it's... Uh, mainly they were black and white, and that's how boots yeah. should be, as I say. Football traditionalists love them. They were Gazza's boots. Uh, and that, that absolutely would do it for me. When you watch Gazza at Italian 90, Euro 96, he had the uh, Puma Kings on. Absolutely the uh, iconic boot Brilliant for me, boot. my number one. Yeah, it was very close uh, between that, but I had to go for the Copa Mundial. It's what, uh, the, when I finished playing football, that's the boot I had. And if I would be able to play football now, that's the boot I would be wearing. Comfort, the way it looks, absolutely fantastic. It never let me down. Um, and the one of them boots where the longer you have them, the better they get. Footballers can swap a boot every game. They can mm. change every game, but these just get better and better and better the more you wear them. More bad news, of course, on a day where uh, there seems to be lots of bad news. It doesn't get much worse than Max Rushton still being on national radio. I mean, now that is allowed to happen, but, you know, when needs must, I suppose. Anyway, he was talking to the Moose, Ian Abrahams, and he was asked what he would do now without football. It says here in brackets, funny, there's even an asterisk by it. I imagine that would be a similar asterisk to the one next to Liverpool FC when it says they won their 19th league title. Asterix, mm, didn't really though, did they? This is a very bad situation because three things are obviously going to need to happen. Firstly, I'm going to need to speak to my wife. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't spoken to her since I married her 20 years ago. Right, OK. <laughs> Mrs Moose is this in my mind. I just, I'm just i so intrigued about this whole... Because I remember talking so, to you on so, Valentine's Day. bad news for her as well. Yeah, absolutely terrible for her. OK, that's one. The other thing is that, that I did find a, a, a rather large document on my kitchen table the other day uh, titled Things to Do. Right. Um, <laughs> was, it written, not, was it written for you, Moose? It was it was very clearly left as as a right now you're not going out to football every Saturday uh, you you're or midweek you're you're expected to do these things. Oh, where, have you got where it in front of past? you? Have you got it in front of you? Oh, it's it's very boring. Oh no, but it's I'm really... absolutely I am so interested to know, and I think no, 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 listeners know you so well, Moose. Everyone would like to is... know what's on your to do list. Come on, give us a few things. Well, the words clean and tidy come up almost on course, every single page. Yeah, yeah, okay. So, I mean, I think... I, I, Can you wash that expect- fleece? Could you just for once wash that... If anything's harbouring... <laughs> if anything is harbouring this virus, <laughs> it is your TalkSport fleece, Moose. This is this is the thing. All of my TalkSport stuff, which I don't need to wear now, because we're not going out to foot matches, it can actually have the deepest of deep cleans <sighs> it's, ever, it's ever had before. So, yeah. On now to press box where Danny Kelly had Katie Price's ex-husband, Simon Jordan, in the studio alongside Sean Custis and Liverpool fan, Darren Lewis. Phil Thomas, for your paper, was critical of the Jurgen Klopp for being critical of Diego Simeone's style of play. Ian Lederman has written a terrific piece saying, well, why, why are we lauding uh, Diego Simeone as a genius? He says, to hail someone as a genius is ridiculous. Like, who mm-hmm. plays that way um, and what both excellent writers do because Phil as we know is a terrific writer is position this debate quite nicely I think the objective of football is winning doesn't really matter how you do it nobody gives you extra marks for artistic impression no no listen listen if, if uh, when Wimbledon 
played against Liverpool. Does yeah. anybody remember how they played against them? In sure. The, you know, yeah. Yeah. winning is all that matters. Mm. If I'm if I'm a Porto fan under Jose Mourinho in 2003, couldn't care less how we've done it. If if everybody we, played we, like we, Atletico Madrid, do you think the television companies would pay the kind of but money? Everyone they do? doesn't play like Atletico Madrid. Atletico Madrid, you know, this is a club that loses that its best player every year. It wasn't that bad. There was lots of action. Well, Keeper exactly. made lots of saves, and they won with how many goals? Three goals in four goals four over goals the two ties. Two ties. Yeah, but they, they, well, they, what do you mean? No, I mean, no, I'm. I'm, I'm they, it wasn't as cynical as I expected. I mean, when they started wasting time at home, I thought that was pretty good. That was pretty spectacular. They thought the one nil would be. They did. They didn't hack down Liverpool's players. They didn't play act as much. But so they did. They did camp out on the edge of their own box, didn't they? Well, lots of teams do that. And, and if if they didn't have a bit, if, if Liverpool finished, they, oh, if they hadn't signed a good goalkeeper, oh heck, well, they would have let some in. That's what they're there for. Not only that, teams. Danny, they're up against the most free-scoring, arguably exactly the most right. free-scoring mm-hmm. team in Europe. And yeah. of course, and why I understand they not? I don't know. I'm. I'm not saying that. I understand why they do it. All right, I'll explain it to. Uh, I, Sounded like you were saying it, didn't it? <laughs> yeah, they're in unison. Yes, yes Simon. I, that's right. And I, I'm, I'm surprised you're all so dim at once. <laughs> we all know that the story of, of Atletico Madrid is simple. Somebody there, I think the son of Jesus Hill, the man who currently runs yeah. it, worked out that they would never be able to outfootball Barcelona and Real Madrid. Yeah, yeah. They certainly wouldn't be able to spend the kind of money they do that they're not sure of a bob or two. And so they decided they would defend their way to titles in Spain in contrast to the two other teams who fancied themselves as musketeers. Um, they lucked into Diego Simeone, who knew that uh, he was going to be so good at this. And in my opinion, they should have been European champions at least once. The one where Bale equalised so late in the game was a, was a shame. That was a great Atletico Madrid team. This one is not so great, people tell me. They've conceded a lot of goals away from home, particularly in Spain this year. And um, I understand that they are, they're built to do something. And of course, the very thing that Liverpool had, all the possession... Um, and playing all the football is exactly what they're designed to crack. Did you know, you know before, before the first leg, I covered the game between Norwich and Liverpool. Sadio Mane came off late in the game, scored a, a goal, for, well, scored the winning goal. And afterwards, in the little huddle that uh, Klopp did after his Sunday press conference, a few of us were, were basically gushing about Liverpool mm-hmm. and saying, you know, look, you can score against any team in the world. that You should be able to do this. The, at that point, Atletico had won one of their previous seven matches. And Klopp basically told us all off and said, look, don't be disrespectful to him. If any team, if any manager can play for a result against us, it's Diego Simeone and his Atletico Madrid team. Back now to Adrian Durham and Goffey on Drive. They were talking about that famous Ashley series. I don't like cricket. It doesn't mean anything to me. In 2005, and they were joined by the very special guest, Steve Harmison. I'm guessing he's a cricketer. Sportsmen say you don't want to see another sportsman get injured. Well, I say something different in the public, but it's nonsense. Absolute nonsense. Yeah, Glenn McGrath's uh, rolled his ankle in the warm-up, which is obviously a bad sign. He's, uh, he's out of the game today. Michael Kasswitz has come in for him. When Glenn McGrath stood on that ball High five at edge <laughs> I tell you what, there was 10 Englishmen and a South African doing cartwheels about 45 <laughs> yards away. To see Glenn go off, it was like we've got the momentum going. Ricky Ponton decided he was going to bowl first on arguably the flattest wicket that England have produced in in a number of years. Um, and to see Shane Warne's head after the first nine overs, and, I, and he comes out, and he's, and he's openly honest, he said it in public, uh, in his book and, and in interviews, he couldn't stop swearing at Ricky Ponton. 
on how badly that decision was. Warren comes on after nine overs. Triscothic hits him over his head for six. And all of a sudden, England are not only back in the Test Match series, but by the end of day one at, at Edgebaston, 408 off 80 overs at that time was unheard of. You won that Test. You got that wicket. Obviously, mm. you won by two runs at Edgebaston. I know you can go back now, but if you would have lost that game from there, oh, five they nil. could have easily won you, beat you 5 0. 5 0. It was 5 0. We weren't, after what happened with McGrath and 107 with the two wickets to go, um, we would again beat 5 0. I've got yeah. no doubt whatsoever. Me yeah, but everything went for us. Darren, everything went for us. When you look at the umpiring decisions, Steve Buck, Damien Martin, you know, we're talking about a lot of the Australian undoing, but Damien Martin was given out LBW. I think three times in that series, and all three times it hit the middle of his bat before it hit him on the pad. It just everything went for us in that series. And he but had a poor series, Demi Martin. He, did. he was a great player. Hey, and he, he averaged was. under 20. Ponton was a fantastic knock at, at Manchester. The way Freddie you know, performed throughout that series was where he was our he was our Ben Stokes. You know, what Ben Stokes did at Headingley mm. you know, this year, you know, we had Flintoff and he had the, the whole nation with him throughout that. And you know, go back to you know what you see is terrestrial TV. That was on terrestrial TV. The whole country was captivated. No, fo- no football on during that time. I don't think there was a World Cup of Euros during that, more or less during that series. And everybody, it was it was Flintoff, it was Vaughan, it was Peterson. It was the whole country was captivated by what had happened, especially in the early part of that series. Yo, what are you saying? This is Darren Ben. You listen to the Talksport Daily. <laughs> it's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. I'm Sandra. And I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. This episode of the TalkSport Daily is brought to you by Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Planning to hire or share a car or van? Enterprise is there every step of the way. Whenever and wherever you need a vehicle and whatever it's for, Enterprise can help. With over 450 locations across the UK, they're just around the corner. Whether you need a weekend rental, a holiday hire, a replacement car or you're planning a business trip, home or away, Enterprise are there to help. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk. And of course, we couldn't leave the podcast without the best bits of Andy Goldstein's podcast, my show, Monday to Thursday from 10pm. Remember, if you've got a Ray Jar, mark it in that you watch it. Even if you don't, just mark it in. In fact, if you've got mates that have got Ray Jar diaries, just mark it in theirs. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, oh yeah, what's a Ray Jar? Hunt one down, steal it, and put my show in it, because then I get more points. And what do points make? Well... Nothing actually, but it just looks good. Anyway, here are the best bits from my show last night with Funboy. Oh, shall I press this button? Get a laugh. Go on, Josh, press the button. What are you going to press? Go on, Josh, quickly. Brilliant. 
Do you know what? That's, uh, do you know what? By the end of the month, we'll be playing that. So that's saying, okay, phone up. What animal is that? Oh, eight seven one seven double 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 three double one. Herd, and the game's going to be called Herd Immunity. <laughs> that's right. If, if only that was your joke. Herd Immunity. If it was only, my joke, yeah, earlier. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was. That's why I come up with it. There'll herd, be a pig noise. Herd Immunity. Herd, that's what we're called. Herd, how can you get a game out of Herd Immunity? <laughs> there you go. Let's start yeah, to play Herd Immunity. <laughs> we need to invent that's that game. Cock. Don't we? Before. Pardon? Cockerel? Oh, the noise. <laughs> that sounds like a massive cock, doesn't it? That does. But again, let me see how, how big is that cock. Oh, dear. As cocks go, that's, that's huge. That's, 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 that's yeah. enormous. Have you got a picture yeah. of that one? Or is it just a sound, Ruth? Just a sound, is it? Okay. I mean, there's another game we could play if you wanted to use that. Well, that's massive. <laughs> that's Jay, insane. we've got a full switch. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! Josh, jo- jo- you are Boris! He's Boris! Please tell me that was a joke. Was it? Rupert's okay. Bo- Boris, really? Boris, you're gonna be Boris. <laughs> <laughs> Richard, you're Boris. Josh is now Boris. There you go. Do you want to speak to Piggy? Yeah. Piggy's up next. Hello, Piggy. Piggy? Oh, it is the piggy. All right, piggy. Hey, how you doing, lads? All right. You're good. How are you, pig? I'm on my honeymoon in Antigua. What now? I swear to God, I'm in. My, I'm on my honeymoon in Antigua, and I, me and my missus are bored of watching Sky News and talking about the coronavirus. So yeah. I put on Talksport on the balcony, oh, good and the Americans next door are moaning because you two are not making them laugh. And I just thought I'd give you a ring and say hi. Hold on. What, what, do, you mean, get... what do you mean we're not making them laugh? Get them on. Let me speak to. Let's speak to them. No, you can speak to the missus. You can't speak to the Americans. Well, can speak to the Americans? They, they, vote, they voted in Trump. Oh, I can't talk politics. <laughs> oh. Can we speak to Mrs. Piggy? Can we speak to Mrs. Piggy? Yeah, you can speak to her. Go on, what's her name? Hang on, she's on the balcony. I'll go and get her. Hi, Louise. Hello. Are we, happy, Hello. Happy wedding. Well, it's more honeymoon, isn't it, than wedding? Mm-hmm. And I think I've probably got you lot to thank for it as well. Why? Did he tell you? Did he tell you what he did? No. Oh. He told you that he rang you up once before and said that he was going to propose. Yeah. Because I was away on business and you said, phone her up, phone her up, we'll do it on air, we'll do it on air. And he bottled it. It doesn't sound like us. (laughs) No, he wouldn't do that. He wouldn't do that. And then then you obviously, he popped the question, you got married. Yeah, we did. He popped the question and I stupidly said yes. And now here we are paying for it in Antigua. How um, How many nights have you been out there? We flew out on Thursday. So Thursday was your your proper very first honeymoon night. Uh, yes, it was. <laughs> Have a good night. Aren't I supposed to say I'm loving it or something? <laughs> Isn't that from the uh, the McDonald's? Oh, good work, Louise. Good, good work. work. Well, that's it for another podcast. You think just time to tell you that if you like the cut of this jib you can download more of it from Acast, Spotify and Apple Podcasts before I go let me tell you about the live sport that's no live sport saw a thing with marble racing today and I don't know if it's because I've been starved of live sport for a few days now but I watched it and I was like I quite like marble racing and then I thought I'll just watch it again Anyway, there's not even marble racing on telly, so um, no live sport on TalkSport. But what there is are loads more up-to-the-minute wonderful shows. And, of course, I include mine at the top of that list. So make sure you join me and Funboy tonight from 10pm for more of the same. Thanks for listening, and I mean it when I say be safe, everyone. 
Be safe. That was a podcast from Talk Sport. The Talk Sport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whatever your mission, home or away, don't delay. Enterprise has the vehicle for the job. Rent from the best lineup in the UK. With over 450 branches, Enterprise has what your business needs. From compact three-door cars to spacious SUVs and people carriers to vans, they offer a large range of reliable vehicles perfect for the job. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk.